Uh, welcome uh, to another episode of A Pastor and His People. Pastor Dave Keene here. Today I'm with Abby Sweeney. Abby, hello. Hi. Well, thank you so much for doing our podcast today and kind of learn a little, little bit more about your story. Uh, Abby, first of all, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us where you're from and your your family of origin, mom, dad, brothers, sisters. Yes, so I am from Greenville, South Carolina. My family now lives in Clemson and most of my family either works at Clemson University or in the area. So are you like a big Tiger fan? Yes. <laughs> Huge Tiger fan. Okay. Um, so uh, growing up in Greenville, right, um, what brought you to Rock Hill? Um, so I was brought to Rock Hill through Winthrop University, and I started as an education major at Winthrop. That's what really drew me into Winthrop because of their phenomenal education program. And so that was a big thing for me. Are you still there? I mean, you said you started there. Are you still yes. in education? <laughs> um, so I'm still at Winthrop. I ended up switching majors to human development and family studies, but I still love Winthrop. I love being involved there. And I will be graduating this spring with human development and family studies. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you've been part of the, the park community for a while now. How did you, uh, before we even get to the, how you came to the church, how did you come to, to know the Lord? So I came to know the Lord at a pretty young age. I grew up in a Christian home, um, but throughout high school and even middle school a little bit, I wrestled a lot with my salvation. Um, in seventh grade, for the first time, I fully understood the gospel. I understood um, that Jesus dies for my sins, and I am a wretched and broken sinner in need of a Savior, and only through the grace of God that I am able to live free, and through His resurrection, I am able to be regarded as holy and blameless and live that life of freedom for Christ. And so now through repentance and through the Holy Spirit, I try to um, have that relationship with Him. And throughout high school, I really battled that. Um, and it, when I got to college, going through a lot of different difficult family situations and difficult situations within um, relationships and, and friends, I was able to discover the love's Lord and provision in new ways that I never had before. Amen. Amen. Well, initially, how did you come to, to Park Baptist Church? So I started a few, before Park Baptist, I was at a church up in Charlotte, and I was led to that church up in Charlotte from BCM. BCM, it stands for Baptist College Ministries, and it's a part of Winthrop University. Yeah. Um, and at BCM, I met great believers that really led me to church, and I think it was through BCM that I was able to really learn the importance of being a part of a healthy church, and not just being a part of a campus organization, but being a part of a church of elders and a church of people that look different than me, that are older than me, that are younger than me, um, a place where I can serve, a place where we can all come together and lift the name of Christ up together, and so I... Through BCM, I was able to discover a church I was in, and then I ended up at Park. Praise God. Well, tell me a little bit more about your time at, at BCM, because I mean, obviously we are close to Winthrop. Lots of students kind of come to our, our church, which we're so grateful for. Uh, I love the, the zeal uh, and desire for uh, the Word of God and to, to share the gospel. And BCM has been a huge ministry there. We strongly believe in, in uh, Jack and uh, his ministry there. Well, tell me more about like how has BCM, affected your spiritual walk with Christ? So my freshman year, I was very far from God. I was going through a lot with my family. Um, starting freshman year, feeling 
like really having trouble getting involved and I felt very alone. I was going through a lot and I first actually got involved in a sorority that led me to BCM. Yeah. But when I went to BCM, I for one felt like I found my people that are still with me and that have supported me and grown my love for Christ all throughout these four years. But what I liked specifically about BCM is that they share the gospel. They share the gospel every single Thursday, every Catalyst meeting, which is our Bible studies, our small group Bible studies, every single week shares the gospel. And it's really focuses very well on making sure that new people know the gospel and making sure that new people know the importance of um, serving Christ through the church, serving Christ through their personal lives, serving Christ through missions. And so it's been really cool just to see how biblically sound BCM is. And then just to see the people they have drawn in throughout the past four years has been amazing. And it's personally affected my life just because I had that support system. And I walked through the doors, and within a few weeks, I had that support system that has completely changed my life. I mean, yeah. I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for the people that poured into me. And one of the things we I love about BCM is, like you said, that they really have an, an aggressive push to share the gospel with those who are lost. And you've been serving on lead team this past year. Yes. Uh, so you know the ins and outs of all the different prayer and efforts that go in behind the scenes to be on mission for Christ. And uh, one of our hopes is, is that the mission and the desire that you learn in college, when you're kind of in that kind of unique time, surrounded by your peers, be able to share the gospel with them, that would kind of carry on the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you have an opportunity uh, this summer uh, to go uh, on, uh, continue on mission, uh, to go to the mission field. Why don't you tell us about that? Yes. So through BCM, there is an organization called BCM Go, and that is funded through the Baptist Southern Baptist Convention. And for all the BCMs throughout the state, they help us go on missions. And the place that I am going this summer is North Africa and through BCM Go I will be working with North African refugees and Muslims in the area trying to share the gospel and so I am very excited to go. The opportunity just kind of fell into my lap. Tell me about that. You you mentioned that. How did did that come to be? So I so the deadline was February 14th and it was way past the deadline. I felt this pull to go on missions but it was too late. And I didn't really have any options or opportunities around me, so I just kind of put it on the back burner. And it was around the beginning of March. I looked at BCM Go, but yeah, like I said, there was no, the deadline already passed. And so I went to BCM one random Thursday night, and that night our campus minister, Jack, was not there. And so they were having to figure out different things to do and figuring out, you know, who was going to speak and who was going to talk about these different things. And the assistant campus minister, Paige, she called me about 15 minutes before. And, I mean, that was a huge thing that she was able to reach me because I usually don't get off work at that time. So she called me 15 minutes before and she asked if I could share my experience going on missions two years ago through BCM and read the open spot still available for BCM Go. And so I went up on stage and I'm like reading these, like all the places still available for BCM missions and said a prayer and was telling everyone, you know, if you feel called to go to missions, definitely let Paige know. And so I just felt like that was a huge thing from the Lord of 
okay, Abby, like you're literally telling these other people <laughs> yeah. to go on missions and that's something that you felt in your own heart. And so that was just kind of an act of obedience there. Yeah. I, uh, I had this very, very similar experience between my junior and senior year in college. I felt compulsion to go in the mission field. I felt pulled to go to Venezuela, but I'm kind of like, oh, I can't afford it. And all these different excuses that were popping up in my head. And then the Holy Spirit, I believe, just spoke to me very clearly. No, Dave, call right now and tell him you want to go. Mm-hmm. And like it happened within like a couple days, right? I was accepted and then I had to raise all this money and mm-hmm. the Lord provided beyond belief. And that, that trip has really transformed my life. Uh, because, you know, is in a Spanish-speaking country, actually helped me learn Spanish well, and I'm still using it today by God's grace. So so tell me, what um, what are you most excited about uh, and most maybe kind of nervous about going to the mission field? So I have never been out of the country um, other than a few islands. But, yes, yeah, so I've never been really out of the country. And first and foremost, like, I'm excited to share the gospel, but I'm excited to just completely be ingrained in a new culture, immersed in a new culture. I'm very excited to witness that and experience that and um, just really growing in my ability to go out of my comfort zone and travel and see this group of people in their own cultures and be able to build relationships with them. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Well, what are you nervous about? Um, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. I mean, the excitement and nervousness all wrapped, in, wrapped yeah. into one. So, well, what are some specific uh, ways we can be uh, helping and be praying for you to get that in the field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it is happening fast. I am going May 21st to May 28th. So, it's coming up very quick. And what would be very supportive is to help with the finances because finances are a huge part of it and sometimes it is really difficult to make that work and so it would be very helpful the financial side of it and then of course prayer you know i believe prayer is a very powerful thing um prayer has the power to do really really spectacular things and so of course praying for me as i go as well amen amen well i know you're about to graduate right mm-hmm. uh any next steps do you know what's going to happen after you graduate mm-hmm. so i and doing an internship with a preschool right now in Charlotte, and I plan to continue working at that preschool after I graduate. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, uh, any uh, besides those big things that are coming up in your life, any specific prayer requests can we pray for you today? Um, I would say just pray for the Lord's will and pray for this mission trip to go smoothly. Amen, amen. Well, let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Abby and just for, for saving her by your grace, for calling her uh, to yourself and then bringing her to Rock Hill and to Winthrop and to BCM and all the ministry she's done there and how that ministry has affected and changed her. And uh, Thank you so much for bringing her to Park and allowing her uh, joy in the Lord to be a blessing to us here. God, we, we thank you for her desire to go in the mission field and her desire to share your gospel with those who are lost. God, I pray that you would uh, allow everything that uh, she needs, both spiritually, both uh, financially, all logistics, to work themselves out as she goes as she goes confidently and joyfully to share your word with the world. We pray this trip would uh, transform her view of the nations, transform her view of um, the gospel, God, in a deeper and more satisfying way that she would trust in you. So, God, I pray that you would meet all her needs, Lord. Uh, we pray that she graduates, God, and finishes uh, the collegiate uh, time of her life, and she moves on into the work world. I pray, God, that you would use her time in college and her time in this congregation to help uh, continue to have her live on mission for you. 
So, Father, we thank you for this time, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.